Welcome, everyone, to the Daydreamer Variety Show. Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on this lovely, very snowy day. Very cold. Seems like everybody in North America flooded with snow. It's actually shocking how much snow there is in Texas, etc. It is. Um, well, I don't know if that's part of your updates or not. So, Anna, anything new? <laughs> Technically not a part of my updates, but I'm just continually shocked by how much snow there is. Yeah, there, there is a lot of snow in Te- Birmingham, Alabama. I saw that there was a lot of snow and mm-hmm. it was like it was like 15 degrees, which is even more shocking than the I snow. I know. Over a million people in Texas are without power. Wow. And they got ice. Yeah. Right. If ice and snow and they don't have plows and salt and all that stuff and people without heat, etc. It's pretty dire. Scary. I was watching people's Instagram stories about it today that live in Texas. And, you know, today was a big day. It was my return to work. I've had a four day weekend, which was very nice. And I decided I didn't want to work anymore. But then I remembered I simply had to work. So got up, returned to the same old routine. But you were out of the routine for a few days. I was. I headed north to the great state of Michigan. To see your gal pal co-host. To see the other half of the variety show. And you know what? We had a great time. We did. A little Galentine's time. It was just like a little mini, mini retreat. It wasn't anything daydreamery. We just needed like a little break. It was just pals. Just two pals hanging out in the snow. You know, sometimes you just need to remove remove the business from the friendship. (laughs) (laughs) It's not just business here, folks. (laughs) Unmatched chemistry. Sometimes you have to rekindle the chemistry in the (laughs) podcasting duo. It was a relational retreat (laughs) that benefits the podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so we really just hung out and watched Barb and Star. Multiple times. Everyone, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. It's not for everyone, but for the few that it is for, please do yourself a favor and rent it. Yes, and I've act- I've seen a lot of people that I wouldn't have thought it was necessarily like in their wheelhouse oh, watching good. it. Oh, good. Yeah. Well worth the rental money. Absolutely. Definitely recommend. So, you know, that's what's been going on for me. How about you? You know, I too had a great weekend. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> How awkward if you were now telling me you had a bad weekend. <laughs> no, I did. I had a great weekend. <laughs> we had a, just a nice chill time. I feel like we have a great balance between doing nothing and then doing nothing. Absolutely. The good thing for us is that we have very similar lifestyle ability to like or lifestyle preferences. Like we like to watch a movie. We like to sit and chat. We like to go get a latte. And that's just exciting to us. Yes. And we did get outside a few times. So that was nice. Yes. And, you know, there's not much to do in a pandemic in Michigan in mm-hmm. February anyways, but we had a great time. It was like super sleepover vibes because in our basement we have, don't worry, we reserved the downstairs and the roommates had the upstairs. <laughs> we have this kind of sectional and we placed it all together and kind of shoved it in front of the TV and had like tons of blankets and it was just very sleepover vibes. Loved it. We also watched uh, How to Win a Date with Tad Hamilton, which I don't think I've seen since 2007. Absolutely. And I still don't know how it ends because I fell asleep. (laughs) And I won't tell you. (laughs) And I'll never know. (laughs) It's your consequence. (laughs) Uh, No, but it was good because we got to celebrate Valentine's Day a little bit. And then, you know, Valentine's Day was just like pretty chill, too. Let's see. I do have one more update. I did go to the dentist again today. The dentist. They even called me yesterday because 
that's when the snowstorm was about to take place. It was like a preemptive warning call. And they were saying, do you still want to come in tomorrow? Because it's going to snow a lot. We don't. Because we don't. And if you say no, we say no. Exactly. No, they were pushing their appointments back. Unfortunately, I did say yes, because like, I'm just so committed to the dentist. But the pro is I did see my hot dentist. (laughs) And he said, Emily, how are you doing? And I said, how are you doing? (laughs) But what's funny is when I was talking to him, I had all of that goop in my mouth because I was getting fit for my bike guard. So it was not necessarily a good greeting. So really, the, it was a it was an okay experience. But the challenging thing, of course, was when they put all of the putty in your mouth on those big molds, and it just kind of like slides down the back of your throat. Not fun. Yeah, you just have to really like mind over matter it. Yeah, I always definitely do. You know, it'll be worth it in the end. A new bike guard. I know it's been a couple years, and I'm not gonna lie, things pretty gross. <laughs> so <laughs> it's time. And luckily, you know, I survived that. Easy breezy, beautiful. Roads weren't too bad. It was nice, too, because the sun was out. Winter wonderland. Very pretty. Lots of sparkly snow. Lots of children playing. I did see a couple children sledding on a hill. Good for them. Because the last time I saw someone trying to sled, they were on the flatlands. (laughs) Which is not great. Um, Do you think that you would sled? Um, Actually, today my friend asked me if I wanted to play in the snow. And I said, maybe... Okay, so you were thinking about it. I would, but I I just, when it's this cold out and this much snow, like, I don't really have the proper, I need, like, snow pants. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I have the very warm top clothing and I have a hat. I also don't have any gloves. Oh, wow, that's a like, problem. Like, waterproof gloves. I don't have any right. waterproof gloves. And I would have had to walk, and I was just, like, imagining me, like, freezing to death in a, a snow drift. <laughs> With, like, only your top of your forehead sticking out. Exactly. <laughs> I know. I was thinking about that today too. Like, do I have the gear? I think I do have the gear, but I don't have the uh, desire. Like, honestly, just even thinking about it. I mean, of course, because I'm plagued with fatigue, but it just seems like a lot of work. Chilled to my bone, you know? Mm-hmm. I just feel like there was like a lot of factors involved. The idea of it is tempting, but mm-hmm. practically you'd have to like really grin and bear it. And that's just a sad part of adulthood. <laughs> It really is. It's really because you're like, that sounds fun. I would like to do that. Right. I mean, we're super big on like childlike heart and fun and being lighthearted. Um, so it's like up our alley, but it just also involved would be a lot of energy. Yeah, it would. Maybe I'll make a snowman tomorrow. Oh, I'll, okay. Like, I mean, you never know. You never the, know. The snow will still be there tomorrow and the next many, many days. So seems like a great lunchtime activity. Build a snow fort. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of flat land out here in front of my apartment. I could gather all the snow and make some sort of structure. A blank canvas. And, well, I don't want to give away where you live. but Please don't triangulate my location. <laughs> but I was going to say the news crew could pick it up right next to you. You could be a local story. I Honestly, I might be. Like, there's not that much going on. I think it'd be interesting. <laughs> that should be top of your list. I don't know what you've been doing. But if I build one, I'll make sure to face it in the direction of a potential <laughs> news locations windows. Exactly. <laughs> That's a great idea. Speaking of great ideas, we have a wonderful show bringing you a very popular segment, Baby Shark Tank. A fan favorite. Yes. And um, co-host favorite. Yes, definitely. We love it. And I think we... We like it because um, 
you know, we can really BS our way out of anything or into anything. Mm -hmm. Also, the last couple of times, I feel like I've just been really sad because a lot of my ideas (laughs) have been taken. (laughs) And it's just incredibly humbling because you think you're original and you're absolutely not. But I do have some hope for the ideas that I have for you today. You know what? I'm sure they'll be great. Did you consult Google? For the first time, I consulted Google (laughs) prior to us recording. (laughs) I did not. So there's a chance. Okay. I mean, I highly doubt any of these things exist, but like, you never know. You never know. It's a big world out there. And the internet is a scary place. It is. The way that we present them, it's almost just as funny when we (laughs) think that we're creating something that's original, but it's not. So it's kind of a win-win. It really is. And sometimes on Shark Tank, things like that happen. They'll be like, present this and they're like, oh, have you heard of whatever that I sell? on QVC and they're like oh and it's not always to their detriment because they can be like oh well that's our competitor but this is how we're original exactly like every market needs competitors otherwise there's no market right and we're here to be the competitors (laughs) (laughs) yeah just just here to say like my ideas are probably better so uh okay speaking of that I have a couple things that I almost wrote down and then I did use Google and I found out that they in fact do already exist. So mm-hmm. these are not the ones that I would like to present. I okay. just wanted to run them by you because they're fun. All right, let's hear them. One could be very useful to me and I've already used it within the 48 hours that I found out about it, its existence. It is called Speechify. Have you heard of this? No, is it like talk to text? text to talk kind of I was reading and then I was looking at all my books that I haven't read and I was thinking man it would be great if I didn't have to buy like an audio version but Mm -hmm. I could just have an app that scans my book or the pages that I want to read and so of course I googled it and it is a big thing however this specific one even though it's popular it's only been popular in the last like couple years and the guy that invented it is apparently like the 30 under 30 for Forbes Oh, cool. Or something like that. But he was like extremely dyslexic growing up and had a hard time learning, but like knew he was smart, but just like couldn't apply it. And he was saying that he would pretend to read in class. And I was like, I would pretend to read in class. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, hey, not a sponsor, but there's a free version on your computer that you can download. Oh, cool. Um, And it can scan like any documents or PDFs, or you could just type in the website and it sends you the website and it can read you it. That's awesome. I know. Great tool. It's a great tool. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And then the other one was a shoe foot massager. Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought like if they, if you could just have like a nighttime shoe and it has little like massager balls in it and it, they just like rotate and would it can you massage your foot. No, I think it would be for sitting. Uh-huh. Turns out there's a, a lot of them. There's even like slippers that have massagers say. in them. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. I have seen the slippers that have them in there, probably like in sharper image or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's exactly a Sky Mall. Yeah, <laughs> it's a super Sky Mall gift. But I'm interested. Like, I'm interested in trying it. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, I didn't check. Out, and they, there was another option that looked like the like at home pedicure tub. Oh, yes. You know, but it's like a massager. Uh huh. Which is not shoes or slippers, which is the idea that I was thinking of. Mm hmm. So, yeah, I've seen one that like you like close your feet into it. And it's like like if you're in a massage chair, it's like just the leg parts of it, you know, like Like a boot. Yeah. Like get your calves feet. Mm, Wow. Hey, why not? Hey. So those were ideas that I had that were very unoriginal, apparently, but both I'm interested in. 
I mean, both are essential. Not essential, but nice to haves. Especially the Speechify. I'm, yeah, I feel like there's so many different oof. kinds of people that could use that. I was uh, reading up a little bit about it and there was like a couple testimonies, if you will. Mm-hmm. And they were basically like, I- I've never been so productive, da da da. Like I usually fall asleep reading and mm-hmm. all this stuff. So there's a free version and then a super expensive version. And I think the free version is uh, the one that's on the computer. That's awesome. Yep. Would you like to go first for an official idea? Yes, I would love to enter the shark tank. Baby shark. Thank you for having me at the baby shark tank today. You're welcome. That was Mark Cuban. (laughs) I was watching Shark Tank earlier, of course. Getting in the mood. Here's my pitch. Picture this. (laughs) I come into the shark tank. I approach a very long bookcase full of books. I start to load them into a box. I have so many books. I'm becoming frustrated by how many books I have. They're so heavy. (laughs) Exactly. I try to move the boxes. They're heavy. They're cumbersome. I have a friend come try to help me. And they say, have you tried Digibook? Mm. And I say, what's Digibook? Well, Digibook is a traditionally spined book that gives you the feeling of holding a real book, not like an iPad, not like a Kindle, these digital readers that we have that feels like a real book with pages in it. And you can download all of your books to the Digibook, but the pages are like mini screens and you still (laughs) flip through it like you're reading a book and you get the feeling of actually holding a book and mark your spot. Don't fold the pages. Otherwise, you get the complete feeling of a traditional book, but you only have one book. How much easier is it to simply move the digibook with you in your backpack, anywhere, on the go? And you have one book, a million adventures, digibook. You know, I think that every time I hear somebody talking about reading on their Kindle, I'm like, don't you miss flipping the pages? Yes. And and maybe it's just how my brain is wired. It's just like hard for me to just sit there and read on a screen and just keep mm-hmm. scrolling. So I'm I'm more curious if you could tell me more about the pages. Like, is it like a, mm-hmm. a, a brand new technology? Mm-hmm. Is it in the pr- development process? How thin mm-hmm. are they? Can you see through them? Patent pending, of course. Sure. All right. Okay. <laughs> We're talking in, in the works with Apple. Yeah, patent pending. It feels like a traditional paper. It has like that matte feel to it. Mm -hmm. But of course, it is an extremely slim screen. It is about an eighth of an inch. So definitely thicker than a piece of paper because, I mean, there's so much technology in it. Right. It would have to be. So what if you get a book that's a lot of pages? How how does the number of the pages work? Oh, yeah. So the Digibook always has the same amount of pages. So it will have about 75 pages. Actually, no, it has like 50 pages. Okay. And once you like mark your spot, it will just like bring up whatever the next current pages are. So, you know, some books are 150 pages, some are 200, some are 700. Right. But the book's always going to be the same size because it'll filter through the pages for you. Okay. You start from the beginning, turning all the pages. But once you get to there, to the end, it moves the story to the front of it. Mm -hmm. Like a cycling through. Yeah. So it's like a smart technology that always knows like where you last stop reading and it brings like that point to the front of the book. Listen, if my Instagram can pitch me an ad that I just spoke into existence without even holding my phone 30 mm-hmm. minutes before, mm-hmm. then I am guessing that the digit book can have a similar technology of just knowing exactly where you need to be in your book. Love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. 
absolutely it sinks it sinks with your mind it's some sort of ai <laughs> well, well, okay <laughs> well haven't you ever got an ad for something you just thought about right but in a, in a safe way oh yeah not very in a, safe. not an infringing in your privacy and no no way this is very safe this is for the betteracy of everyone literacy uh, reading for literacy. all traveling with any book in, in hand that you want you want to travel with every encyclopedia you got it all inside the digibook Digibook, where old media meets new media. Yeah, absolutely. And it can also pair with, what was your book holder when you're laying in bed? Props. It can also pair with props. Absolutely. I know. I was thinking, I was like, all of my pitches have to do with the only things I've done recently, which are like, <laughs> read books, <laughs> chew gum, chew gum, drive, <laughs> weather, <laughs> shower, <laughs> shower. <laughs> I mean, it has to be, you know, ideas come up from necessity. Exactly. Life inspires, you know. Genius. Your yeah. Life inspires your <laughs> genius, your creativity. So you, sometimes you are a little bit limited on, on your ideas when you're not around a lot of really interesting things. Right. And as soon as we start doing interesting things, I'm sure our ideas will be even better. Off the charts. Watch <laughs> out for real Shark Tank. We're coming. <laughs> hey, constant new adventures. Thrill seekers, <laughs> open-minded. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. So that's Digibook. I'm looking for a 5% investment partnership. I make all the rules. You give me all the money. <laughs> kind of deal. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Yep. How about you? That is something we've never done is ask like what we're asking for. Interesting. Like what we're seeking. Yes. I'm seeking money and power. <laughs> and fame. <laughs> Sinner, <laughs> aren't we I'm all? I'm seeking the things of this world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somebody help her. <laughs> okay, my turn. Picture me entering the baby shark tank. Scouring the studio floor, looking under rugs in Mark Cuban's jacket. I have a little display of maybe like a bed with a purse. I cannot find the thing that I'm looking for. And it just so happens that the longer I look, the more chapped, <laughs> the more chapped my lips get. <laughs> my lips are getting so crusty and I cannot find my chapstick. And I, I truly, I can't tell you, I, uh, probably daily. I mm -hmm. can't find it. And I even just bought a new one last week. I can only find the old one. Which, oh, no. which is like, I have to scoop my pinky nail in there to try to get the remnants. <laughs> oh no. It's just always been a problem for me. And maybe it's because I have too many different chapstick spots mm -hmm. in my head. I'm getting better at it, but I'm sure that I'm not the only one to lose their chapstick. Absolutely not. So I'm pitching to you a chapstick brand. And of course we care about quality organic ingredients. Mm-hmm. But the real patent pending formula that will be different from our competitors is a little magnetic chip that we have in the bottom of the chapstick or, or the chapstick cap. I'm, you know, up for debate. Mm -hmm. Jury's still out. But really, it's a solution for the lost chapstick. There's two ways that you can find it. One, you can use the magnet in the chapstick with a compatible magnet that it comes with when you buy it. Mm -hmm. And so you can stick that magnet anywhere that you would like. And that way, the chapstick is always like, that's your place for your chapstick. 
mm-hmm. and it's obviously a magnet, so it's going to stay there. So you could clamp it to your purse, to your wallet, in your backpack, um, in your car, on your desk, etc. And if you lose it, even when you're using the magnet, which is probably something that I would do, yeah. every chapstick that we have has a little serial code and it can be digitized and you can find us on our chapstick app. You'll enter that code in the chapstick app. And as soon as you click activate, it'll activate it. And then it'll signal a beeping beep, beep, beep. Do you mean the, like chap app? the chap app? Yes. <laughs> so our product is called chipstick. Oh, that's funny. The chapstick with a chip. <laughs> and you can use the chipstick app, or as we like to call it, the chap app. <laughs> and then you, you can really signal your chapstick if you really lose it. So, mm-hmm. you know, you have two lines of defenses of losing the chapstick, and you have a much better chance of keeping it safe. I think that's a great idea is because I especially like I lose chap I lose chaps <laughs> I lose lids to the chapstick oh and oh. so if it was just the lid being magnetized you know yeah that'd be like, tough I might have a lid but no chapstick but it sounds like I'd be able to track it down no problem yeah oh that's a good one I'm not sure maybe it can come with a spare lid <laughs> something this else be, to consider this could be a unique problem to me I don't know but I yeah. you know sometimes they get separated Right. Sometimes I do for sure. But now I will never lose my chapstick and my lips will always stay unchapped. That is really important to me as someone that has three chapsticks (laughs) directly in front of me as we record this. It is really important to always have and know where a chapstick is. In all seasons, especially the winter when it's 10 degrees outside and windy, it's just super necessary. So I'm very excited about this idea. I've been a chapstick lover all of my life. I can only imagine how many that I've lost. And this would really help solve my problem. Great idea. I definitely would consider an investment. I think chipstick is going to go far. (laughs) Lip chip is another one we're thinking of, but I still like chipstick. Chipstick, I particularly like because my dad called chapstick chipstick. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Was he trying to be funny or was he serious? Uh, Well, no, being funny. Jokester. Yes. Well, everyone, you just heard my amazing chipstick idea, but we have to be transparent. We're coming to you 24 hours later. <laughs> we had a brief intermission have, based on some forward. yep, based on some scheduling things that were simply out of our control. <laughs> and now we're back, back into the shark tank as if there has been no time passed. Back and better than ever, more hype to sell these ideas. Yeah, so now we're coming at you with our second half of our Shark Tank ideas. Anna, you have one left? Yep. All right, I'm ready to hear it. 24 hours later, this has been a heck of a cliffhanger. I've been on the edge of my seat all day. The people have been waiting and the people have been shivering. (laughs) Why? Because I'm entering the Shark Tank. There's snow. I mean, it's from a snow machine, but it's real snow. Real snow. Got it. Real snow coming down everywhere. I'm trying to shovel the sidewalk. I am shoveling the sidewalk, but every time I'm shoveling, the snow is just falling in off the sides back into where I've already shoveled. It's so frustrating that I could just break the shovel in half. It sounds dramatic, but if anyone has done snow removal, you understand. And most of America has at this time and point. Yes. Today, there is not a single person not affected <laughs> by the snow blizzard of 2021. Anyways, I'm sho- shoveling, shoveling. Snow just keeps falling in on me. I pause. I remember. 
I bend down, I click a button on my shoes. The snow begins to blow away. My snow boots have built-in snow blowers, and so could you. For a one-time investment, you could have an aid in snow removal, and everywhere you go, clear a path for yourself with what a one-time purchase of Blown Away. The snowblower boot. <laughs> the snowblower boot coming to a rural king near you. <laughs> I'm so interested on this blowing boot technology. Can yes. you like depict what the boot looks like? And like, are you hovering? Does it have wheels? Are you? Oh my this gosh. This is what the boot looks like. <laughs> it's a terrible drawing. Uh, Anna is showing me a picture on her iPad. If you could it- bring that up again. It looks like a loaf of bread, and I can't emphasize that enough. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, are they? Okay, so around the heel is almost like, it looks like a coat hanger triangle. That's the trajectory of the air. Oh, wow. I was thinking that it was like tank wheels. No, no, no. I could have used some squiggle lines. Honestly, this is a very quickly done drawing. Um, I could have depicted it better. But no, it's just like your typical snow boot, you know, comes up a little bit high. It just has a bit of a thicker heel. It's about okay. a two-inch heel all the way across a platform, if you will. Platform is closed until the snowblower action is activated and where vents will open around the back of your heel and around the front of the toe. No, okay. Then it blows sideways and forwards and backwards. So you do stay like footed on the ground. Absolutely. So it's not going to, I mean, you can't go out into like three feet snow and expect the blown away boot Mm -mm. to clear a path for you. It's created as a way to assist you when shoveling Mm. in keeping the the path maintained clear. Yeah. Or if it's a light snow, you know, if it's just now snowing and you're say you're walking, you know, to your car, to your friend's house, to the grocery store, um, it's just going to allow a bit of a clearer path. That makes sense. And how do you activate the snow blowing technology? Well, you do charge them. Okay. Um, when they're inside, you would charge them. Um, they do work on a charging system. It's very simple. 30 minutes to fully charge. And then they have a life of, of a couple hours, you know, hmm. a couple hours of continuous use. They, yeah, they just have like simple fans in them basically. And they're uh, battery powered. Well, it seems like the actual technology is seamless and would 100% be realistic. Now, I'm more concerned about the cosmetic look and feel uh-huh. and comfort of the boot itself. So above the Nublar technology, you have a typical sole of a shoe, and then you do have a layer of memory foam above that. So you still have a nice solid step, but it is cushioned. Mm-hmm. Though it is a platform, it has a bit of like a, a give Mm, you're still gonna look cool you're still gonna look you know the most interesting person on the block and what would your approach be to getting these to market are we talking direct to consumer online are you talking like a qvc item or possibly retail definitely we're gonna take it to qvc first yeah okay so you're wanting Lori to try to snag this up for sure definitely this is a qvc 3 a.m buy Absolutely. I cannot imagine a single person on QVC that would not have their interest peaked by this. And then after that, you know, I see things like your local Lowe's, Menards, definitely Menards itself. Tractor Supply. A tractor supply. And then even places like Target, Walmart, Mm -hmm. Meyer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, I literally can't even think of any more stores, but those (laughs) would all, oh, Dick's Sporting Goods. Basically everywhere. Yeah. Anywhere shoes or boots are sold. Great. Anywhere shovels or salt is sold. And everyone will simply be blown away. <laughs> I'm blown away. <laughs> and it's a very minimal sound, but there is a sound, you know? Right, sure. Maybe like... 
Yeah, the whirling of a of a small efficient fan. Well, too, oh yeah, okay. Boot, so all right, I'll put it down. I'm thinking of what my investments are going to be. The TBD. boot that works. The boot that works for you. <laughs> Coming to QVC at three a.m. and then to your front door and then into your heart forever. And that's my pitch. Thank you for having me today. It's been great to be back on Shark Tank. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> and confetti shoots. <laughs> We are the champions starts playing in the background. Absolutely. Doesn't even matter if I get an investment. We are the champions is playing. Mic drop, standing O. Slow claps from the sharks. Definitely. They say we've never seen anything of such a genius. Well, speaking of genius, I'm going to go ahead and hit you with my last idea. All right, let's hear it. Excuse me. Not an idea, a product. Yeah, this is more than an idea. This is a lifestyle. This is a solution to everybody's problems. Be prepared because you may have heard of this next one. Okay. Picture me entering into the baby shark tank. I am meeting a friend. We have a great embrace. You know, we really put on our acting skills. And then we look around a local coffee shop that is set up. There are people flooded at all of the tables. Mm Mm-hmm. No seats at all. And they're even wearing masks because we live in a modern age pandemic. Heard of it? (laughs) Have you heard of it? There are tables marked off where you cannot sit and only a few tables that are available. Time goes by. We basically pull out a fake clock and show that we've been waiting there for an hour without a seat. You know, this may have came out of necessity from our Galentine's weekend. Mm -hmm. The best inventions come from necessity. The only inventions come out of necessity. Mm -hmm. Well... Maybe the only good ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, my point is proven that it is entirely impossible to get a good seat at a coffee shop or indoor dining in general, especially during a pandemic, especially in the winter. So I have a solution for you today, and that solution is called table ticket. So I'm not like totally sure if I'm just being transparent on how it will work. Maybe I can. you can be a sounding board. Mm-hmm. Well, you can either have an app. Or maybe as you enter a place, there can be a little iPad to enter your information. Mm -hmm. Or maybe it's a physical ticket, unsure. But I do know that on each table, there are like a mini iPad or like a digital screen. Mm -hmm. And as soon as that person sits down on that table, they press start and their timer is ticking. That way it is visible for them to see how much time they have left and for other people waiting to see how much time they have left. And you know what? If it ends up being that, let's say you and I walk in the door, we take a ticket or we punch it in our app. We see that like our number is not going to be up for a while. Let's say somebody's in front of us. Then we know, hey, it's not time. We don't have to wait around. We're just going to leave. Sorry about your luck. But mm-hmm. it's really helpful information to know if maybe a table is almost done with their time frame. Let's say maybe each person, I don't know, it's dealer's choice for whatever the... It's dealer's choice for whatever the establishment desires, but let's say an hour, an hour and a half, two hours seems like a lot. Just enough to be like, hey, I'm going to get some work done at a coffee shop for an hour and a half. Hey, I'm going to meet up with a friend and I'm not Mm going to take up your table time. The window timeframes I feel like could change based on the time of day and the day. Let's say a Monday afternoon might not be as busy as a Saturday morning. I do think that this could really solve the problem of people waiting around for a table and not really knowing if the opportunity will strike. Honestly, when we were at a coffee shop the other day, there were a couple of people waiting for a table and it was like, I knew that it was going to be an absolute bloodbath if somebody got up from a table. 
we're going to be in a dead sprint as well as the others. And that's just mm-hmm. like an uncomfortable situation that two nines do not want to be in. Yeah. It's like waiting for someone to leave. And you're like, are you leaving soon? Are you leaving soon? And then you just stand by them. Like that would have been the vibe, except it was too quiet in there. You know? Yeah. I mean, this can definitely be used for any type of establishment. I see it most prevalent in my life when I want to go sit at a coffee shop, which honestly hasn't been in a while because Michigan hasn't had indoor dining in a long time. I was just reminded of the terrible tragedy it is. Absolutely. So I think that this could really play a factor and maybe it could be like a balance of all three, like a physical ticket as well as an app, as well as something at the establishment. Mm-hmm. So I have an idea. I think when you're ordering, they'll say, would you like to stay or is mm. it to go? Mm-hmm. And then you'll get the number on your receipt or whatever, or if you go straight to an app or whatever, right. because they, you know, they probably don't want you to come in and get a table if you're not going to be purchasing something. Right. Yep. And that gives them some control and also kind of like a supervising the situation mm-hmm. so that it doesn't get too hasty. Yeah. And then I'm imagining at your TJ Maxx or Home Goods, do they have the thing that says out loud, which register is open? Yes. It's something (laughs) like that, but like much more minimal and much less obnoxious. Like exactly. I'm talking like just a few inches on the side of a wooden table. Right. But then you could have like a little thing, like a little thing that has a a running timer, uh, a little green light or red light on the app. Like as soon as the barista or whatever tells you about it, you can look on the app and maybe it will show the layout of the place and what's green and what's red. Yeah. Almost like a, you know, a floor plan. So that is my idea. It is called Ticket Table. Great idea. I like it. And I feel like it would just be great. It would be, it would eliminate the awkwardness of having to stand around and be like, are you leaving? What's happening? Click it or ticket. Well, now we have to decide very quickly who's going to invest in what. So I forget how much money we had last time. Let's say 600,000 because we only have two ideas this time. Okay. So we each have 600,000. Mm hmm. And we have to divvy up if and what we're going to invest in and how much. Yep. Let's take a moment to deliberate. Okay, Anna, I just must know, will you be investing in any of these lucrative ideas? Okay, I'll be, I'm choosing to invest in both ideas. Great. I will be investing $175,000 into the launch of Chipstick. Okay. I believe in it. I feel like the investment of people purchasing it versus just buying a new chapstick. I'm, mm. I'd love to see the study on that, you know? That is something that our research team is working on. Yeah, so I really look forward to being a part of, of those conversations as we move forward because I will be a, an active part of it. I don't just want the money. I want to be a part of the business. This is just something that I thought of that might be, you know, just as interesting is, you know, we could take a sustainable approach Mm-hmm. So that way it's seeming like more of an investment and we can also, you actually keep the yes. outside, maybe it's metal or something like that. Yes. And you, and you keep it, you reuse it. And then we just have, you know, fillers of the actual chapstick to buy. Ding, ding, ding. Why haven't people been doing that? Because all the deodorant brands are doing that now. Absolutely. Yeah. It is very eco-friendly. Yes. And why not do it with chapstick? Love it. Excited to see where we're going to go with this. <laughs> yes. Thank okay. you for partnering. I'm very excited about that idea. <laughs> I think it's going to be a great opportunity for all of us. Personally, I think that's my favorite of my two ideas. Wow. Well, it's minor. It's minor. But, you know, you make a big impact in little ways. 
Yeah, it's hey, it's important to have passion behind your company. Okay, well, I will be investing my remaining $425,000 into Ticket Table. And that is because Ticket Table, I believe, is scalable. You could do this anywhere, literally anywhere people are and a thing is needed you could do this. It, it really is. I mean, it could be used in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. Is this a thing now? Unsure. <laughs> Am I going to walk into somewhere next week and they have it? <laughs> Possibly. Is somebody listening to this already been using it? Probably. Let us know. Let us know. We'll do it yeah. better. Right. We will do it better. Everybody needs some competition. Exactly. Every market needs competition and ticket table could just be the next hottest thing and if it doesn't exist it really does need to truly because it's a serious problem it is it really is i mean i've yet to see it i mean people were camping out in those igloos for hours yeah yeah and you couldn't reserve it i mean i know restaurants you reserve it but Mm -hmm. people camp out in those too for a long time so Mm -hmm. thank you so much for your investment i really appreciate it you always believe in my great ideas i do i'll be wiring the money over shortly Shoot me a Venmo. I will. Okay. Would you like to invest in either of my ideas? Just to for a brief callback, we have the Digibook and we have the Blown Away Boot. Iconic names for both of them. And yes, I will be investing in both. You know, I can't say that we're ever going to do Baby Shark Tank and not invest because that would just be so sad. And it would also be horrible entertainment. (laughs) Can you imagine? I was like, both ideas sucked. I'm walking away. We easily convince each other, so I don't know if we would ever get on that path, but (laughs) I will be investing $150,000 into Blown Away Boots, Um, a very similar investment ratio to Mm -hmm. you, but I believe in Blown Away Boot. I think that is a little bit more of a niche audience, uh, a niche target market. I do think Mm -hmm. that they would do great at Menards, Tractor Supply, et cetera. I think that it is... um, Maybe like a novelty item, but I do think that it could definitely be necessary if used appropriately. So mm-hmm. I think that it could be really great. Well, um, agreed. Happy to have you on board. Great. And especially if there could be some like fun colors or whatever, I think that that could be fun too. Of course. The bulk of my investment money, $450,000 is going into Digibook because it is a great idea. I have dreams of being a reader. I am not a reader. Reading is hard, but I do think that Digibook could be a great, happy medium of an actual book and something like a Kindle. I think that it could be reusable. It could fit well on your hand. Maybe if there was even an option to read the book to you. Oh, of course. That'd be great. We'll build uh, and while doing it, highlight the mm-hmm. things because that really helps me read. That is something that I would be interested in. Maybe we could even target the uh, learning disabled community. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I think definitely we have room, you know, to have different font sizes, different colors of font that make it easier for people to read highlighting to be able to customize something like that would be so wouldn't be, I think it could, there's an, there's an audience. Perhaps we could even have a braille feature. Listen, any abled human being could use the digibook. Absolutely. If you're alive, you could use the Digibook. Excited. I'd love to take your $450,000 and send that straight into R and D and I think we're going to have a great product. We will. And one of these for, in fact, one of the, what, 20 ideas that we've had so far must succeed. And, mm-hmm. you know, we'll be millionaires before you know it. Everybody out there, if you have an idea 
that you would like to share with us, we would love to hear about it and pocket it for next baby shark mm-hmm. tank, really. And then we could have, we could share our ideas, but we could also have a portion of it to talk about the listeners of the daydreamer variety shows ideas. And as always, if you have real cold, hard cash, you'd like to put behind any of these ideas, you know, we're willing to talk. As always, we are here to talk cold, hard cash business women here. Listen, this is only a business endeavor. We do not do this for fun. We are looking, (laughs) we are looking for capital gain. (laughs) Oh man, absolutely. Wow. Great segment as always. Speaking of business, we do have a few housekeeping things to say. We have, we have to break it to you. We will be going on a brief sabbatical. Honestly, so brief. You may not even know. You may not even know. We don't want to. Yeah. I'm Yes, it's probably probably being dramatic, but it seems like, you know, we don't want to lose touch, but we are going to take a brief break. This is the last official episode of season one of the Danger <gasps> oh Variety gosh. Show. And it's going to be episode 35. So we're ending on like a, that kind Perfect. of a number. Yeah. A variety of reasons, but one, we just needed to like bookend season one in some mm-hmm. kind of way. And we also needed a mini break and, you know, no false promises, but we are trying to rework a few things. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be back better than ever. Um, we just need like a little bit of like, you know, brainstorm time, a little bit of time to sharpen up some skills. Yeah, and everybody takes a brief break. I, I did hear from a listener the other day, like, you know, I she will be sad that she's not going to be able to hear us every week, which is just mm-hmm. so flattering and humbling. So thanks it for really listening. Is. So I told her, you know, if you miss us that much, you can just listen to a lot of the content that's already out there. Honestly, there, there's enough entertainment available to you right now to get you through two weeks weeks. absolutely yeah we're not sure how long it'll be but i'm guessing it'll be beginning of march ish but Mm -hmm. we'll keep you posted on the daydream of variety show stories we're not gonna ghost that um we just won't be putting out new episodes every week or mostly every week that we try to do Mm -hmm. anything else to say about that anna no i think it'll be a good break and you know we'll be back soon yeah again just thank you always for listening yeah We haven't advertised the Apple podcast reviews in a while. Yeah. If you need something to do during the (laughs) 45 minutes, 30 minutes, you would usually spend listening to the episode. um, Head on over to the podcast on Apple and write us a review. There's some raving reviews already there. If you need some ideas, inspiration, um, take a look and see what you can put together for us. That would be wonderful. And if you're not willing to give a review, we would love for you to refer a friend. Oh, yes. This would be a great time to bring people in for season two. I think, you know, same great content with new, exciting ideas. We're going to stick to the same format, just freshening up a bit. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you everyone for always listening. Thank you for the support. We love this so much. It's just been such a blessing. Um, Blessed. All right, everyone. We will see you very soon. But in case we don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Bye. Oh no. <laughs> Simply choked on my tea. <coughs> wow, that was one of those chokes that you like immediately start sweating. Like my I'm really oh, hot no. right now. Uh, that thing, that's, oh, I like think that's flash. asphyxiating. It's existence. And mm-hmm. you know, I already forgot what its name is. Hold on. But it really left an impact. <laughs> the longer I look, the more chapped my la- my <laughs> the more chapped my lips get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so 7:54. Yeah. It's break time at the shark tank. 
intermission. This is good though, because then we each have two and then we'll just round it up with some housekeeping. Perfect. Cause I really need to flush out the name of my next one. So, okay. Yeah. This is Liz actually doesn't need to meet with her Bible study. You just want more time. <laughs> no, I was going to make it up. My on the dog fly. ate my homework. I was going to make it up on the fly. I think it still would have been fantastic. But...